I believe a cabal of secret societies has controlled the world for 200 plus years, and we get to be alive at a time to see it fall. I believe in the power of one person working as a team with other Christian patriots can have massive impact in reversing this ungodly culture. I believe that we have an omniscient, omnipresent, and omnipotent God that has put his hand on this moment in time to deny the timeline of the enemy and is about to heal our land. This is Rick, your host, and I believe that God has called me to empower Christian patriots with truth. Join us now for the Blessed Teach Show, and let's see what God is doing today. Here we are on Monday, May 15th. I'm back here in the studio and excited to be back in the studio after a trip to um, Miami for the Reawaken Tour. Trump called in for that. Eric Trump was there. Devin Nunes. Uh, just an awesome lineup of people. That was beautiful. I ended up doing like 18 interviews. A lot of those interviews, I'll be playing some of them uh, here shortly, but a lot of them I'll play while I am in Israel starting on June 8th uh, on. Uh, so you guys will have content, uh, fresh content while I am uh, traveling. So that's what we're going to be doing. But we're going to be talking about the Durham reports being released. It's about time, isn't it? Uh, basically, the FBI is exposed and Trump is exonerated. We kind of knew that was going to happen, but now it's public knowledge and uh, going to be something hard as even Jim Jordan's having say, saying, hey, let's bring in Durham to, um, do, to, to, to actually testify. So it's going to be quite exciting. So let's get into this right now because I got a lot to cover and we're going to do praise and prayer at the end here. Um, I think you guys will really love the, the new format who uh, have not watched that in the last few months. It's a beautiful videos that the videographer's done with the lyrics where you can read the lyrics on your phone and you can just enjoy it and worship with us. But most importantly, we attach scripture to every song that we talk about before the song and the scripture shows up on the on the, the, the that match the lyrics as we go through it's just beautiful i love it so anyway that's a i'm i'm really excited about that so we'll be we'll be doing that tonight right after the show is over we'll go right into praise and prayer it's public we'd love to have you backstage though that is now free on a pay forward model so a lot of people are paying forward so that you can join for free so you just can create your only account in in, in two or three minutes right it's as easy as putting is just creating an account on anything and boom you can have the Zoom link emailed to you and you will be able to come backstage with us and also have access to all the other great, great um, things. We'll have, we'll have Clay Clark on this, this week. We have a, a bunch of great guests coming up and you can be backstage doing Q&A with them and also just be back there seeing the beautiful people backstage as we glorify the Lord God Almighty. Okay, We're also going to be uh, digging into a Julie Green word about how to get close to God. I, thought, I think it's very, very important and um, teaching on 
Uh, we're just going to show a clip from the Chosen again since I, I replayed my Sunday service and it got almost 10,000 views. So I want to make sure that we um, do what we talked about and I go a little more deeper in peeling the onions back on this end time teaching I did on Sunday, the last two Sundays. And uh, we'll, we'll talk about the Chosen clip as we dig into that. So let's go. If we dig in here, we see that the Durham report, FBI had no actual evidence and they relied on Trump's opponents. <laughs> That's a great summary. They relied on, it's, it's, I think it's way worse than that. It's a colluded and planned with Trump's opponents to make this happen, right? But this is the evidence clearly shows that they had no reason, they should not have been investigating Trump. It was completely, uh, oh good, Kurt is in the house. I love it. So um, I wanted to jump in and make sure that we dug into some economic news first before we get into the details of the Durham report. Um, I, a couple of quick things on that. Judge warns J.T. Morgan Chase of contempt finding for slow walking evidence in the Jeffrey Epstein case. So again, this whole thing about the banks, they're getting hit from every angle. Not, they're not only getting hit from their lack of reserves and everything else that's going on with them, with uh, the bank runs, et cetera, but they're also getting hit with legal cases um, of corruption. And that's going to be part of the Babylonian system falling, I believe. Here's, here it says, inflation is too high. More rebate hikes may be appropriate. Top Fed officials warn. This exonerates uh, what Kurt was saying, is that uh, they can't raise the rates. To, to they're, they're printing so much money that it's all, the inflation is just going to get worse and worse, and it's not slowing down, right? And so that's, uh, that's just a fact that, uh, that Kurt warned us about. And recession, corporate America earnings say it's already arrived. So that's some of the bad news that just came out today that I just saw. And But we're going to get an expert to talk about it. It's Kirk Elliott. Again, you can go to kirkelliottphd.com slash B2T. The link's down below in the description to find out more about Kirk. But let's bring him on right now. Kirk, how are you doing? I'm doing awesome. How are you? Uh, I'm great. It was a fantastic uh, time in Miami. Uh, I'm uh, refreshed and ready back in the saddle here. So I did see you a couple of times. I know we didn't have a chance to talk, but I, I saw you at uh, several events. <laughs> well, I didn't see you either, but it was a madhouse. It was like, oh my word, just uh, shoulder to shoulder people, all that energy. It was it was incredible of people seeking hope in this dark world, right? And yeah. and uh, that's what it's all about. We don't want people to focus on the storm. We want people to focus on the solution. And and yeah. but but here's where why are people needing hope so much? Well, mm. you look at a couple of reports that have come out over the last couple of days. Um, the the Empire Fed Manufacturing Survey came out, which is it, it man it measures manufacturing right. here in America. Mm largest drop ever <laughs> ever right and so so manufacturing fell 31 point to 31.8 that's let's see uh 42.6 points so it fell over 60 percent in the last wow month, manufacturing i mean wow this, this is insanity right and so with all of that being said you know you've got You've got banks that are failing. You've got manufacturing that's coming down. You've got now the potential for not a recession, but stagflation, which is an inflationary recession. It's a recession has to do with jobs going away, not many people working. And then to counterbalance that, like the Great Depression, because 
I I heard Peter Schiff uh, do make a, a speech like yesterday or the day before, mm-hmm. talking about how what was coming was going to be worse than the Great Depression. It's like, well, not exactly. In the Great Depression, prices came down. Nobody was working. They ended up lowering prices at the retail level to try to stimulate people to purchase again right. to get the economy going. But now that they have a printing press, they're using the opposite mechanism, meaning prices aren't coming down. Prices are going up because they're printing money like there's no tomorrow to fund every stimulus. That causes inflation. So you've got declining jobs, but increasing prices. That's like the worst of all possible scenarios. Mm. So when you have that, there's this domino effect that's starting to happen, Rick. And this is kind of creepy because when people aren't working, people aren't spending. When people aren't spending, um, the they're having to pull money out of the banks just to survive because if they don't spend there's going to be more and more layoffs mm-hmm. right which is what we've seen just so far this year layoffs with just the tech giants just the tech companies is 191,000 layoffs and that's january through april all of last year which wasn't anything to write about. It was awful, right? right. It was 164,000 layoffs. So just in the first four months of this year, we've surpassed last year, which right. was horrible. Mm-hmm. And so, and you've got companies that are laying off 20% of their workforce. 3M's laying off like uh, 18% of its workforce. You've got Lyft that's that's shutting down um, 4% of its workforce. You've got you've got thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of jobs going up, but yet. The unemployment numbers went from 3.5 to 3.4%. It's like, okay, this is a bunch of garbage numbers. With tens of hundreds of thousands of layoffs, how could unemployment get better? It's because they're fudging the numbers. They're obviously faking it, right? right? And just flat out lying. So with that, how do I know? And how can I tell? Because now this morning, the US government is considering, get a load of this. I mean, this would cause, blood in the streets this would cause a civil war in america almost and that is they may freeze american bank withdrawals as currency panic and capital flight mounts so as banks can are, are failing what is the government's possible um scenario to help stop the bank runs freezing withdrawals from the banks mm-hmm. okay this is ridiculous because if that happens, people can't get their money out. Of course, that'll stop a bank run if people can't get their money out. But if people can't get their money out, they can't live, mm-hmm. right? I mean, this is their potential solution to stop a bank run is just stopping withdrawals from coming out of the banks. That was on the uh, the Daily HODL, H-O-D-L, News and Insight for the Digital Economy. And this was actually, um, macroeconomic guru hugh hendry he really is a guru in this stuff and yeah i haven't haven't heard of anything about freezing it we've we've already talked about some countries are already limiting the amount you can take out per day right but limiting like nigeria is limiting right to get people forced into cbdc this is stopping withdrawals and this was this was not some rogue podcast this was on bloomberg Mm -hmm. where this was being talked about right Mm -hmm. so so these are the draconian measures that the government is is trying to or thinking about imposing on our lives mm-hmm. as as people basically just try to survive mm-hmm. and pull their money out of the banking system. Banks don't have money, so they don't want a banking crisis. They don't want to collapse quite yet. I think in time that they do, 
And, um, you know, listening to Julie Green this weekend, it's like, I, I believe this is coming. Listening to a lot of the prophets recently, it is intensifying. Things are, are occurring at a supernatural clip. And when we see that and we hear that and we feel it and Holy Spirit speaks to us of, hey, don't don't frown about it. Don't operate out of fear. This is why we have prophetic messages is to give us hope mm -hmm. that there is a solution, right? And I would say part of that solution would be to allocate into silver. Part of that solution is to probably get out of debt. Part of that solution is to get grounded in the word and in your church community to sure. have a community yeah. around you during this time, like your neighborhood that you have here, right? But get grounded into these communities because we are going to need each other when, when things start falling apart, right? But from a financials perspective, which is the part that I focus on every single second of every single day, um, silver is just a great way to protect and preserve. Yeah, we would know gold and silver are God's money, right? And um, there, but there's logical reasons why people are going to silver. The, dom the dominations are smaller. You can afford to to have quite a bit of uh, small coins um, without uh, without. I mean, gold is really expensive. For every little coin, is extremely expensive right now, right? Um, but it's also um, it's also the ratio between the two is really the big the big reason why silver is the better buy most likely right now. Is that right? Silver is, is undervalued compared to gold, but outperforming. Since Biden occupied the White House, silver has doubled the rate of growth of gold. Mm -hmm. And I believe that's going to accelerate even more. I think by the time this is all said and done, we should see a tripling to quadrupling in the price of silver as compared to the rate of growth of gold. Doesn't mean that gold's not gonna grow. No, gold is going to continue to grow. Silver is just gonna grow faster, which is why we're allocating into silver to really maximize each and every moment of each and every day, um, minimize our risk, maximize our return. It's really just the best way to go right now. Yeah, and I was looking at, um... Let me see if I can find this real quick. But it was like J.P. Morgan. Somebody, an expert, was saying that J.P. Morgan's derivatives, if some, if if gold or silver increase in a certain amount of price, um, they it, it, they could have that could overwhelm their assets. All of J.P. Morgan. Did you see that article? Is this is this crazy? That but these derivatives are basically shorting gold, silver and gold. They've been doing that forever, right? Not anything new. Well, but. So here's the thing, JP Morgan and Bank of America both have, uh, well, JP Morgan has about 1.2 billion. They probably have more than that now. This is what they had six months ago, the last number I saw. 1.2 billion ounces of silver in short position, 1.2 billion yeah. at an average cost of $18 an ounce. So with silver being at $25 an ounce, that's a $7 difference per ounce times 1.2 billion they're already at, a, at over an eight billion dollar shortfall yeah yeah so eight so so here, here's the article and you've been saying this for a while but this is the first time i've seen an article this was on 330 it says jp morgan holds massive gold derivatives short position that could be larger than the bank's total assets and you're saying yeah no no kidding right it's been the way it's been for a while well it's been the way for a while i mean and and that what what i was referring to is silver their gold the, and and they have total assets in oh, the okay. trillions of dollars, right. right? So, so you start to look at that. It's like, oh my word, the derivatives exposure, that leveraged debt is more than all of their assets. So when it goes in the wrong direction, 
and you're leveraged and it will wipe out all of your assets, it doesn't take very much for one of these big, huge, massive international money center banks like BOA, Chase, Citi, Wells Fargo, you know, even, even foreign banks like Deutsche Bank and, and UBS and Credit Suisse to actually go under faster than you can even think it could possibly happen. Yeah, and, so, and, and this is what I want to pick your brain on a little bit because I think it's so important that people don't get. They just think, oh yeah, gold and silver is a good investment. It's probably going to go up, uh, uh, but but and it's also liquid, so you can sell it right away. You know, get your money back in four days. Like real estate, you can't do that. You know, you have to go through a process of months and months, sometimes years, to sell your real estate, right? So you got the liquidity. So there's all those advantages. But to me, the real nut of this is why I heavily went into silver, is because the once once this babylonian system crashes and these banks stop the, the derivatives go away um then then the gold and silver could skyrocket it could could it not oh as a flight for quality a hundred percent right right because as the foundations around us crumble people always look for safety see and you can go back throughout history and realize oh yeah this is the case this is why kings and kingdoms have fought for gold. It's why they always take the gold when they overtake a country or or a kingdom, right? It's it's what why banks, central banks today are amassing not ounces or pounds or tons, but literally thousands of tons of gold. Mm. Some of these central banks like the, the BRICS nations are amassing thousands of tons of gold. The European Union has mm. thousands of tons of gold. Right. The Fed has 85, hundred tons of gold right it's like why would if it were some ancient relic that nobody cared about why would they be owning it by the thousands of tons see there is a currency change coming a paradigm shifting moment and it is going to revert back to transparency honesty accountability and money creation and and i think this is where there is going to be a massive move of wealth from the wicked to the righteous and I think this is all part of a system as as this Babylonian money system collapses and true money, sound money comes back into the fold again. Right. And that's why I just tell you, you guys, if you have a especially if you have a ton of cash or you have a ton of 401k and IRAs that have a lot of stock, um, even if you're in a company, getting advice on how you can move stuff around within your 401k that you can't take out or be figured out how you could leverage yourself better with precious metals. It's just smart to get a free consultation. And what I love about Kurt is he's a, he's a Christian patriot, right? He's our, he's our kind of, he's my brother. Uh, and so somebody I trust and I've done three transactions with. So uh, um, Kurt, talk about how they can get set, set up a, a meeting with you or one of your teammates. So two, yeah. two ways to do it. Yeah. Just give us a call, 720-605-3900. And just say rick or, or blessed to teach sent me or you can simply go to the link that you have attached here which is um kirk forward slash b2t and you can just do it online right so either one gets to us and one of my amazing client concierge team will give you a call set up an appointment with myself or one of our advisors and we'll listen to you. We'll listen to your needs, your dreams, your fears, your aspirations, your goals, whatever you want accomplished. We'll help you strategically map this out to be in the right place at the right time. That's what my team will do for you.
Yeah, and uh, again, I think the the most important thing here is everybody's different, and it's specific advice you need, not general advice, right? And your Correct. situation is going to be different from others, right? How much do you want to take physically in your house versus uh, being stored for you? Um, how uh, what 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 kind of what kind of uh, um, cash slash four hundred one ks all those type of things you have? Everybody's different, so get a specific free consultation by going to those two places that Kirk just talked about. Hey, Kirk, appreciate you coming on, and uh, we'll see Bad. you next Monday too. If that all right? Good. Alrighty. God bless. Thanks so much. All right, that's Kirk Elliott uh, with the double doctor we call him, Doctor Doctor. And uh, again, guys, this this is this is what is exciting. It's scary for those who are who are living by sight, but those of you who are Christians who know you're living by faith know that uh, head of Babylonian financial system is going to crash. We know that from the prophetic words. We know that because God talks about gold and silver all the time in His Word. But look at that, J.P. Morgan, and he didn't. And the silver is even worse. Right, so the derivatives, they're, they're actually shorting it. That's what's keeping it suppressed so heavily. Right, so anyway, just go go to kirkelliotphd.com slash V2T, the link's down below in the video, or just give him a call like he just said, and that is 720-605-3900. That's a free consultation. Again, 720-605-3900. Get advice specific to you. Sometimes you want to, you do multiple transactions with Kurt too. That's smart because you, you think about what's going on and you'll, you'll um, be able to take, and some of these things take three or four weeks to do. So don't wait, because if you're one day late, it's over, right? When that, when it, when it goes up, your, your, your opportunity to participate in that is, is gonna be over. You don't wanna be one day late, better be three or four months early, right? All right, let's get into this, this uh, here's a Fox News. Durham finds DOJ, FBI failed to uphold mission for strict fidelity to the law in Trump's Russia probe. Durham begins investigating origins of crossfire hurricane in 2019. So he began investigating origins in 2019. So again, FBI failed to uphold the mission of strict fidelity to the law. And that is an understatement, right? We know what they did. It was coordinated attempt of the, of the cabal, the deep state, the elites, to try to take Trump out um, before the election, even 2016 election, and then continued afterwards, well after it, right? Um, since I don't really trust Fox News, I don't even trust Newsmax, guys, because uh, I believe they, they won't talk about election fraud. They're, they're being silenced by the, the lawfare of, of, uh, of uh, Durham, I mean, sorry, sorry Smartmatic or, or Dominion. So uh, one person I know that's not, that's not, not uh, is, is uh, this guy right here. That is, and this, this whole, uh, just the news. So he's done a great job. So let, let's dig into this. John Durham releases final report, concludes FBI had no verified intel when it opened a probe on Trump. So this is criminal organizations is what it really is. And uh, we'll get, I wanna dig through this article a little bit. Here's a, uh, here's, Representative Jim Jordan says, we've reached out to the Justice Department to have special counsel John Durham testify next week. So that's, okay, we're gonna get even more detail of this as well as we go forward. And uh, Trump actually replied to this. And here is, uh, he, he actually put the Fox News article here. And he says, wow, after extensive research, special counsel John Durham concludes the FBI never should have launched the Trump-Russia probe. In other words, the American public was scammed, just as it is being scammed right now by those who don't want to see greatness for America. So that's uh, Trump's reply. So let's dig into this uh, article. 
by John Solomon, who, who basically moved to just the news because he could tell the truth on, on uh, some of his past areas he was working at. So here, here it is. It says, Special Counsel John Durham released damning final report Monday after more than three years investigating the Russia collusion probe, declaring the FBI had no verified intelligence or evidence when it opened the crossfire hurricane probe of President Trump's campaign in the summer of 2016. The prosecutor, however, recommended no criminal charges. That's kind of wild. Well, of course, he's working for a criminal DOJ right right now. So you got, we got our Justice Department. You got to understand that. Neither U.S. law enforcement nor the intelligence community appears to have possessed any actual evidence of collusion in their holdings at the commencement of the Crossfire Hurricane investigation. Durham wrote a 300-plus page, I think it was 109 pages, report sent to Congress and others and obtained by just the news. The OJ was slanted to make the report public later Monday. I'm sorry, DOJ was slated to make the report later Monday. The prosecutor faulted the department and the FBI for failing to follow the, its, their own standards and allowing a probe to persist, including the surveillance of American citizens without basis under the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, so the FISA that they talk about. Based on, new, based on the review of the Crossfire Hurricane and related intelligence activities, we concluded the department and the FBI failed to uphold their important mission of strict fidelity to lo- the law in connection with certain events and activities described in this report, Durham wrote. The FBI personal personnel, the FBI personnel also repeatedly disregarded important requirements when they continued to seek renewals of the FISA surveillance while acknowledging, then in hindsight, they that they did not generally believe there was probability cause to believe that the lar- that the target was knowingly engaged in clandestine intelligent activities on behalf of a foreign power. You read the full report here, so there'll be a link here. And again, all these links will be available to you in the show notes. Just go to blessedteach.com, blessed with the number two teach.com, right in the front page there. You can sign up for the show notes and you'll get these Monday through, I mean, Tuesday through Friday for every show we have. The report released touched off instant outrage and impact on Capitol Hill where House Judiciary Committee Chairman Jim Jordan tweeted he planned to summon Durham for testimony next week. The FBI immediately reacted, saying Durham's finding justified the changes that current Director Christopher Ray made after taking over from fired Director James Comey. So, guys, these guys, uh, James Comey is going to go down. I believe he's already gone down in military tribunals, right? And I interviewed Derek, um, Derek, Derek Johnson, again, the guy with the cowboy hat that's a military law expert, right, that I've had on the show several times. He's going to come back on, uh, but he, he now has press passes for Gitmo, for Guantanamo Bay. They, they reached out to some small, guy, small, small voice, if you will, overall, right, versus any mainstream media, and to a really small radio station where he, he, he has a voice, and, at, and asked him to come to Gitmo to start um, reporting on the military tribunals, which I believe have been going on for four or five years. It'd be interesting until I think they want Derek to do it because he understands military law and all the EOs that this is under this continuity of government type military operation. The conduct in 2016 and 2017 that Special Counsel Durham examined was the reason that current FBI leadership already implemented dozens of corrective actions which have now been in place for some time. Had those reforms been in place in 2016, the missteps identified in the report could have been prevented, the FBI said. Now this is a lie too, because if you go back and you really look at, at uh, some, of, some of the 
procedures they had. They didn't even follow those. So what are new procedures really going to help? Right? This report reinforces the importance of ensuring the FBI continues to do its work with rigor, objectivity, and professionalism of the American people deserve a, and rightly expect. So this is Ray covering for himself. Terms specifically faulted the FBI for relying on evidence from the campaign of 2016 Democrat presidential nominee Hillary Clinton's, including the now discredited Steele dossier, saying leadership lacked the necessary distrust of politically motivated allegations. Our investigation also revealed that the senior FBI personnel displayed a serious lack of analytical rigor regards towards the information that they received, especially information received from politically affiliated persons and entities. This information in part triggered and sustained crossfire hurricanes and contributed to the subsequent need for special counsel Mueller's investigation, he wrote. So there should have never been a special counsel against Trump that that hampered his, uh, his term in office significantly. In particular, there was significant reliance on investigative leads provided or funded directly or indirectly by Trump's political opponents. The department did not adequately examine or question these materials and the motivations of these providing them, even when at about the same time, the director of the FBI and others learned of significant and potentially contrary intelligence. Special prosecutor pointedly highlighted what he portrayed as a dual system of justice, noting the FBI never opened a counterintelligence probe of Clinton's campaign despite receiving intelligence that she had authorized a dirty trick to paint Trump as a stooge for Vladimir Putin to impact the outcome of the election. It's exactly what we had here. And the fact that there was no criminal referrals is only because he's working for um, you know, the Biden administration right now. The FBI's actions with respect to other highly significant intelligence it received from a trusted foreign source pointing to the Clinton campaign plan to vilify Trump by trying, tying him to Vladimir Putin so as to divert attention from her own concerns relating to her use of private email server, the report concluded. And uh, so we know she was selling and allowing access of literally our special access programs. Um, so th- so th- this is selling out the country. This is all treason, and I believe this has already been um, tried in military tribunals. Because you can see what happens here with the Department of Justice. It's all so, it's a captured operation, as 107 would say. 107 is coming on at the end of the month, by the way. And so that captured operation, we can't handle it within our normal system. We have to to do things by the Constitution, but we also, the Constitution allows for these military tribunals happening behind the scenes when treason really happens. Unlike the FBI's opening of a full investigation of unknown members of the Trump campaign based on raw, uncorroborated information, in this separate matter involving a purported Clinton campaign plan, the FBI never opened any type of inquiry, issued any task, taskings, employed any analytical personnel, or produced any analytical products in connection with the information. This lack of action was despite the fact that the significance of the Clinton plan intelligence was such as to having prompted the director of the CIA to brief the president, vice president, attorney general, director of the FBI, and other, that just jumped on me, and other government, senior government officials about its content within days of its receipt, Durham added. It was also of enough importance for the CIA to send a formal written referral memorandum to Director Corney. It says Corney. It's actually Comey. And the Deputy Assistant Director of FBI Counterintelligence Division, Peter Stroke, for their consideration action. I think this right here was done by John Solomon on purpose. See where it says Director Corney? 
uh, versus Comey. That's the way they hid uh, it from, because it looks like an M. So if you were reading this, you would just say Comey, that R and together. And corn is one of those key things that we've seen in decodes and anons getting into. I think this is a, a, a and, and they, they did this a ton to, so, so to say corny. So when people were searching Comey, they wouldn't find it. It's a really interesting dig of where people have done it on corn. Uh, which is basically talking about the farm, the CIA being the farm, right? The rogue parts of the CIA. Uh, so anyway, there's a couple other things I wanted to get to um, here on this report, then we'll move on because there'll be a lot of analysis done by the Anons. And, you know, just is basically showing all the Q stuff we've been reporting on for uh, is, is what's true and that this is literally the exposure of this cabal, the elites, the deep state, right? And so Durham also laid out significant evidence that Stroke, who led the Crossfire Hurricane team but was fired from the FBI, worked with the FBI lawyer Lisa Page, with whom he was having an affair, to go around the counterintelligence chief of the FBI, Bill Precepts, his boss, to keep the investigation going by getting the approval of then-FBI Deputy Director Andrew McCabe, who was also later fired. So we know all these, they've already cleaned the house and the FBI in a big way of all the deep state criminals that were directly. So they had to put more substitutes, people like uh, Christopher Ray, et cetera. Um, so this report quoted Precept as identifying instances when Stroke shared information directly with McCabe before Precept could provide the information to McCabe himself. Precept said these actions drove him insane. He also told the office that Stroke was the worst offender in this regard and that these events occurred mostly when he, Priestap, wanted to go in one direction and they, Page and Stroke, agreed, disagreed and thus went around him. So he basically had you know, Page and Stroke, we know that, we saw all the text messages, right? Working and going directly to McCabe and to Comey to basically um, make this stuff um, stick as when it had no evidence whatsoever. And it's amazing. So this goes on and on and on and on about how, uh, how many mistakes they made, et cetera. And it just gives more, it, you know, it's undeniable now in the mainstream media and in the report uh, that uh, we can share with our friends and family that uh, that's not from other sources that they would not trust. So that's a, that's a big step, I believe, in the right direction of getting this all cleaned up. And even CNN's reporting on it as an example. Let's listen to this little 13-second tip. Regardless, the report, report is now here. It has dropped. And it might not have produced everything of what some Republicans hoped for. It, it is, regardless, devastating to the FBI, and to a degree, it does exonerate Donald Trump. Regardless, now that's pretty crazy. That is <laughs> that uh, that CNN would even report that, right? That this is exonerating Donald Trump from CNN, right? I mean, that this is like I talk about uh, why so many people are frustrated with how slow things are going in their mind, right? When God is so much smarter than us, as He's got the big picture, and He and the question would be, why is we we know CNN's going to go bankrupt? Why are they still existing now, right? Well, now we know because of the the awesome job Trump did, right, at, at the town hall, and so I I was obviously away in Miami, couldn't report on that. I'm sure you've seen that, but he just he just annihilated her, right, and the crowd that was. It, Handpicked there are Republicans that probably didn't vote for him. I would guess most of them didn't, and independents that probably didn't vote for him. They brought them in thinking that they were that she was going to tear him up with talking about all the, every bad question she could possibly ask, 
And Trump defended himself well and just made her look like a fool, made CNN look like a fool. Now the leftists don't even want to be on CNN. And now you see this, where now CNN is having to report on what God wants them to report on, right? Just like Kim Clement said, CNN, you know, basically the voice, you're going to have to report on what I want you to say, even in your, with your lying tongues. So that is uh, huge steps in waking up uh, a whole heck of a lot of people. Remember, this shaking and a lot of this rough stuff we're going through now in this part of the movie is to wake up the people that are still asleep, which are primarily these people on the left and the independents, right? Or these Republicans that are in the right-left paradigm watching Fox News. We had to wake all those people up that Fox News is controlled opposition. That is the rhinos of news. People need to understand that. And you can see what's happening with the whole Tucker thing, right? So those are beautiful steps toward waking people up. So I want to encourage people to continue to stay in faith and not sight. And you listen to the prophets of Baal, you're going to be depressed. If you're in the junk intel all day and you're not in the word of God, you're going to get frustrated. Right? That's why a lot of what we do in the latter parts of these shows is to get into what prophetic words are saying and get into uh, what the word of God is telling us so that we can make sure we stay grounded in faith and not sight, faith and not fear. Satan wants us in fear. We know that, right? Hey, coming up on this program, we have Clay Clark tomorrow, so join us. And then we got Matt and Joy Thayer, who are incredible directors fighting in a mountain of arts and entertainment. They do movies. They've done the Trump I Know, a beautiful movie. That, uh, you, can, you can see that for free now. Um, and then you can all, they also have a new YouTube channel. They're doing a beautiful job. Uh, Joy and Matt Thayer, they also are doing the Reawaken Tour um, uh, shows. At that uh, they're going around and, and doing incredible work on that. Merrick Crowley, she literally prophesies over us backstage. Another reason why you want to be on here by the 23rd. Um, you, if you turn your camera on and, and, and raise your hand, she will literally prophesy over you specifically. And uh, she's and so uh, get on the, get on uh, backstage. That's again that's free because of the pay forward model, model now, like the chosen, right? So you go to blessedteach.com, go to the backstage tab. Or you go to blessedteach.com slash backstage. That'll work too. Amanda Grace is coming on, on the 24th. So excited about that. That'll be uh, right. Uh, that's May 24th. And we're going to be going to Israel, Gus and I, with Amanda and Chris, um, starting on June 8th. So it'll be fun to talk to her as, as we prepare to go to Israel for the first time for both of us. I mean, all four of us. And then you see uh, 107 there. We'll be coming on on the 30th um, talking about this stuff. There's Gus and I with uh, Mr. Juan there. All right. So let's move forward on some of this stuff. Here's uh, this word from Julie Green. Coming come back to getting grounded, guys. This is important. I believe this is the time for the remnant. If you're listening to this show, you're probably one of the remnant, which means you love the Lord, and you're not only love the Lord, but you're not into legalism and religion as much as you are knowing the power of the Holy Spirit and knowing that this is an incredible time. We're about ready to go through the great awakening, the great exodus, and getting into the great harvest, right? That's what I taught on all last Sunday about where that isn't biblically, by when we go into the book of Daniel, chapters 2, 7, and 8, and relating that to today and looking at um, Isaiah 61, what Jesus read that scripture. And then we also looked at Psalm 2 at the end of that teaching. So if you didn't miss that, I'd really recommend you watch uh, the last Sunday word and worship that we did if you really want to understand my perspective on the end times and how all this stuff's related. Now, here's a word from Julie Green that she got that talked about how to walk closely with God. And he's saying here, here's what I want you to do at this point in time. So, so I would literally, literally, so I would take, you know, take notes or 
or bookmark where you are in this video and understand and really study this. This is, this is how uh, I think it's incredible advice. I mean, obviously, if you believe like I do that Julie's a true prophet, this is literally God telling you how to get close to him and how to have the glory fall on you during this time. So listen carefully. Here's what the Lord said to Julie. I'm calling you to a special place. Yes, a very special place. A place that is at my right hand. Yes, but this place is a special place because of my glory and the level of my glory that you shall receive, that you shall partake in. Yes, this special place with me and my authority where your enemy cannot touch you, cannot prosper against you. He cannot keep you in shackles or chains, not the one he's had you in. No, we're in this time to get to this special place. I've given you a commandment to walk in love. And what does that mean? You were asking, Lord, what does that mean? To walk in love is to walk with me, to walk with me. The first step out of love is walking away from me into a territory, into a place where the curse can come in. It doesn't matter if it's a little crack or it's a big wide open door. It lets your adversary in. In order to get to this new place, the special place of great and mighty anointing, you have to walk with me daily, with me more intimately. So I'm going to back up there a little. This is clearly saying you really need to get, be, be close to the Lord. If you want a mighty anointing and be in a special place with this great glory coming on you during this time period, what do you need to do? You have to walk with the Lord daily and with me more intimately. And obviously, we've talked a lot about how you do that. That's why we do praise and prayer tonight and on Thursday and word and worship on Friday and on Sunday mornings, okay? Very important time to be spending more time with God. You're in His Word personally. You're spending personal time with Him, but you're also corporately worshiping, okay? Yes, man has made that Word something other than it really is. The Word we're talking about is love. People think of that, and they think of perversion. I think of that, and I think of a very close bond and fellowship with my children, a one where they will put me first and not man and not their job, but they will put me first, the special place of my glory and new levels of anointing. Can you say you want this special place and new levels of, of anointing? The Lord has to be first before the job, before man, before everything. My children, in order to grow in this way, you need to make conscious decisions to do it to fight your feelings, to fight fear, to fight despair, to fight circumstances, to fight a lie. I have given you every tool to complete this task. I'm not asking you to do something that you can't do. On your own, you cannot do this. But with me, all things are possible. You are coming into a time, a great and mighty time, a great history. Soon it will be named great history, a great time, a great time where my church was in charge of this earth. Now, is that exciting? No matter how long this time is before that great catching away of my saints, of my children, of my chosen ones, there has to be new levels of my glory in order 
to arise in these new levels of my glory, you have to take both feet out of the world. Don't have one foot in and one foot out. I call that being lukewarm. Either you're all in or you're all out. This is the time to line in the sand where God's being really blunt with us. I wanted to back up a thing, a bad thing. When, we, when he says, all this up here, I have given you every tool to complete this task. I'm not asking you to do something you can't do. On your own, you can't do this. Guys, I'm going to call it out bluntly. Those of you who are following the New Age movement and people talking about Christ consciousness and talking about fourth and fifth density stuff and thinking that you have a power in your mind to be like Jesus and that you can, you can actually, without the Bible and without God, you can somehow use the power of God to do it yourself are sorely mistaken. You're going to miss the glory. You're going to miss the special place he's talking about. Get out of that junk intel and get into the Word of God and understand and get close to Him and get intimate with Him daily, just like He's talking about. And then you're going to be part of this awesome, awesome time. And that really means, and part of, part of if you're really into this New Age stuff of, of, try, of thinking about fourth and fifth density stuff and positive thinking, is, that's, that's doing it yourself. That's, you've got to submit all your ways to God and He'll make your path straight. Lean not on your own understanding. Trust Him in with all your heart. Submit to Him as clay. He's the potter. And you do amazing things. And that's part of what I'm going to be teaching on here in a bit as well. I'm giving you scripture to back all this up. In a, in a, right? But He's really telling us, guys, in order to arise at this new levels of glory, you have to take both feet out of the world. Don't have one foot in and one foot out. I call that being lukewarm. Either you're all in or you're all out. So get all in with God today. If you have not made that decision, make that decision now. This is a time where the church needs to rise to the occasion because great battles are coming. When it says church, guys, remember that's the body of Christ. That's you as a believer. It's not a physical building. This is a time where the church needs to rise to the occasion because great battles are coming. Not ones to be stressed out about and not ones to fear. Don't go that route, you would say. I am saying these things because when they come, and they will come, you will laugh in the face of it and won't care because you'll be in that special place with me. That's that peace that transcends all understanding. You'll use my authority and things will manifest right away. You will see your lives change. You'll see circumstances change, sometimes in a blink of an eye. One minute you're in that situation and the next minute you aren't. But it won't take as much time like it used to because of this new level of my glory. So I was talking about on Sunday, guys. This new level of glory is going to be coming on us. All in Isaiah 61, it talks about it. Where righteousness is going to come to all nations. We're going to take over all seven mountains of culture influence. This is a beautiful time. Understand where we are. Get to know me more. Set aside all that offense and knock it off. The self-centeredness, selfishness, knock it off. The hurt and insecurities, knock it off. And then people say, but Lord, you don't know what they did. Yes, I do. I see everything. What you do about it is how it will affect you, not that other person. 
So give all those hurts, give all those pains, give all those circumstances, give all those cares, give all those things to me so you can know me in a greater way. And you can sit in this special place of my glory more frequently. It doesn't take long to get to this special place. All you have to do is welcome me. Open your hearts to me. Get rid of the distractions. Get rid of the past hurts. Get rid of those lying insecurities and come. Come to me and ask for this glory and ask about this special place. I am always here and I am waiting for my children to ask. I'm ready to pour out my glory. I'm ready to pour out these miracles. I'm just waiting on my church to align with the head who is my son. I'm waiting. Come up. Come up with me and you will have great and mighty victories, great and mighty gifts, great and mighty anointings, great and mighty revelations, visitations from heaven. All these things that you have asked of me, it's there just waiting for you. It's waiting for you to take it. Take it now in my name, in the name, that precious name that I've given you, which is Jesus. Take it. That name is more powerful than you know. So get a greater revelation of that. Watch your enemy scatter before your face. Watch him run and start terror because it's promised in my word. Resist a devil and he must flee. He doesn't have options. He must do it. Get that revelation in. He's under your feet. When you're in that special place with me, he's not only under your feet, but you are untouchable to him. And that's why he keeps you from it. So stay focused. Stay focused on me in this time of great, great victory, saith the Lord. Very powerful, guys. That is uh, Julie's prophetic word that she got from the Lord, I think, of Friday. And uh, I believe it was right here. It's called How to Walk Closely with God, if you can go dig in detail and see her teaching after that. But again, I think this is very clear. I love to dig in and just understand it. Right? He's asking, he's basically saying you just need to ask. I mean, and God's waiting. <laughs> and and what are you gonna see if you do this, if you do get close to him in this time? You will have great and mighty victories, great and mighty gifts, great and mighty anointings, great and mighty revelations, visitations from heaven, all these things that you have asked of me, it's there just waiting for you. How beautiful. All right, wanted to uh, get to my second sponsor here. This is uh, Share Healthcare. So if you go to sharehealthcare.com and you put slash Rick B2T, it's Rick B2T this time, um, you will be able to see what's going on. This insurance is so less expensive than the regular insurance, right? This is this is called a health sharing care program, right? And so um, I don't even think this is called insurance, right? Because insurance is basically a contract with the deep state, right? To basically pay for big pharma drugs primarily. That's what it is, right? And if you look at it, 25% to 30% is never paid because it doesn't meet the contract. And how many of you are reading your contract and know the details of your, of your, of your big pharma insurance? Probably not many of you have read it, right? 
in detail. And uh, it's a contract, and it's extremely expensive. It's cost around $2,000 for a family of three, right? This is way less expensive. It's a healthcare sharing program. Um, kind of you pay your own burden for the smaller stuff, and then you have catastrophic care, or you can get different plans, right? But this is such a better system, right? And here's just a little bit about this. Hi, we are Share Healthcare. We bring folks together from all across America to voluntarily share medical expenses. When you have a medical expense, Share Healthcare advocates on your behalf to negotiate with providers and reprice your bills, saving you money. Then, once you've secured a lowered price, funds from your fellow members are transferred into your individualized bank account, registered with Line Bank of Bolivar, Missouri, to share the burden of eligible medical expenses. Other ministries gather all the monthly funds together and then distribute to members in need. What makes Share Healthcare so unique is that funds are shared only between members' Line Bank accounts and are never pooled into a central pool or account, making us a totally compliant healthcare sharing ministry. During your enrollment process, you'll be shown how to create your own Line Bank account, specifically for your Share Healthcare membership. Having your own Line Bank account allows you to receive self pay patient discounts and see how your contributions are being used to help your fellow members, all while maintaining your medical and banking privacy, of course. When your membership begins, you'll have a personalized online portal. From this point, and that just kind of explains the rest of it. So I, I, I want to be cognizant of your guys' time and really get into some more meat to this. But just go to sharehealthcare.com/rickb2t, and that rickb2t is the code. If you guys decide to take advantage of this, this is what I'm doing. I have no more big pharma, um, cabal insurance, I call it, and I've moved to Share Healthcare. So consider that as you do your research, Rick, uh, sharehealthcare.com slash rickb2t. All right, let's dig into this. Uh, here's uh, Elon Musk saying, explaining constitutional amendments. He's got a picture of Pepe here for those of you on the podcast. And it says, the First Amendment is for sharing memes with friends. And then the second meme says, the Second Amendment is for when they try and stop me from sharing memes with friends. Right? That's exactly what they're doing. They literally, you can't even share memes now. That's how, uh, how, how this, uh, this, the government is pulling away. And when you start uh, taking away the first and second com uh, amendment, it's all so they can bring eventual communism and totalitarianism into your world. That's what they are trying to do right now. Biden, EPA announces toughest ever rules for power plant emissions. And uh, guys, this is after the, they lost a Supreme Court case showing that the that EPA doesn't really have that much power. But they don't care. They're just moving forward, right? Because they are, they 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 are they want tyranny in this country, and they want to force uh, us to be destroyed from within. That's uh, what the whole Saul Alinsky tactics are, right? South Africa beats climate goal as blackout slash emissions. So here they are, South Africa is all proud that they're getting closer to their climate change initiatives with blackouts. They have all these blackouts, and so it's, it's helping. So that's, that, that's how crazy this is. These climate scientists are totally biased. They're paid, that's all. they only get funded if they agree with that type of philosophy. And then they have self-fulfilling evidence seeking. And the charts they show start at different times and end at different times, and they all manipulate the facts so that they can get funded more. So these climate change scientists um, are similar to the big pharma medical cartel. They're trained incorrectly. And, uh, and many of them are massively dishonest, like uh, the, the Al Gores of the world. 
U.S. Virgin Islands issued a subpoena to Elon Musk in Jeffrey Epstein case. So this is interesting. So Elon is really is either completely controlled opposition or he is been flipped, right? But now that we see him putting a World Economic Forum person as a CEO of Twitter, um, we pretty, I, I pretty much believe that he is um, a you know, creature of the deep state that is, loves, loves uh, free speech or at least being purported to do that so that they can kill true social, build Twitter up again, then close down and, and do it more, more uh, subtly. Basically, there are still things you can't say on Twitter um, uh, today, right? And uh, it's really, really interesting as you dig into this. So there's an article here, Elon Musk, visionary leader or master manipulator? This is on Mercola.com. Yeah, he is highly censored, Mercola. Awesome um, natural health doctor, MD, right? But it says, accusations of people being controlled opposition are common and the business opportunities Musk is involved in shriek of grift. While he's claiming to be a defender of open speech, he's also setting up the central hub for the Technonic Surveillance and Control Network. And so the summary of this, I'm not going to go into the details of this, but they do a good job summarizing it here. Let's see if I can find this. I need to click on this first or the read more area. Here's a summary. He does a real good job giving a summary story at a glance. We'll just read through this. You can, uh, you'll have the link in the show notes if you want to go deep, deeper. It says, rather than squabbling about controlled opposition, we would be better serving by spending our time productively engaging in research, verifying and triangulating, <laughs> triangulating information to discern what is true and what is false. That's the first thing that this story details out. Divide and conquer is the primary way the control network maintains control and all that's needed to divide a previously ununified front is insulation and the seeding of doubt. So that's what they do. They want us to divide and conquer. That's why they have right and left in almost every country, right? So that you think right and left, you fight with right and left when it's really the cabal versus we the people. As AI-equipped chatbots are going getting more sophisticated and start to monopolize online searches and virtual assistants. State-endorsed propaganda may become the only information available. If you go to ChatGPT now and you ask it a question, is there election fraud? It's going to give you the propaganda elite answer. It's going to say no. 2020 Was the 2020 election stolen? It's going to give you all the propaganda fake news, right? If you talk about Dominion, it's going to talk about being such a great company, right? You too, you, so ChatGPT is Microsoft version. Google just came out with one. And then um, Elon's supposed to be coming out with one. It's supposed to be more free speech and get into more places. But again, the only answer you're going to get is propaganda. It's just another way. Is AI is another way to shut us down. Not that AI, all AI is bad. You could use AI for good, but the problem is you're, it's being controlled by these bad people. And supposedly the counter is Elon. In my opinion, that's going to be a controlled operation, uh, opposition move. So they control all three of them. Right? Narrative is the ultimate weapon with a convincing enough narrative. You can motivate entire populations to go to war or anything else that you want them to do. So these narratives, guys, is the ultimate weapon and that's exactly what we're doing. So this, this comes to the conclusion that Elon is controlled opposition. Some says Q calling now Alex Jones as controlled opposition and, and being funded by the Mossad as an example, right? And again, remember Vladimir Lenin the evil USSR guy that killed millions of people, Russians, 
to take over and bring communism to the to the USSR, right? Was quoted as saying, "The best way to control the opposition is to lead it ourselves." So you have to. That's why they control the Alex Joneses and they control the Elon Musk. So just be careful. Even though there's great things coming from there, um, he's still the number one order of mRNA. Just go look at Thrive Time Show with Clay Clark's exposing Elon Musk all the time. One of the most important strategies you can implement to prepare yourself for the likelihood that they plan on throwing us next lies with community, meeting like-minded people. That's why I invite you to the, the neighborhood.social that share your views and complement your skills. It will also be wise to relocate from high-density urban areas. I disagree with that part because I think we need to fight from wherever the best is, right? So that's that's kind of where I'm going on this. But this, but anyway, this this is a very detailed article, all about Elon and all about AI. And again, their conclusion is it's pretty much he's controlled opposition. I'm hoping he's been flipped though, and all the other stuff. Who knows? Um, I believe he's probably been through a military tribunal um, myself. But we'll 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 figure that out. You let me know your opinion down below. Um, we all can't be right about everything, right? <laughs> that's why that's why we. We discuss and think for yourselves. That's the most important thing about this. Um, let's see. Looks like that pulled a big advertisement up on this one. This is the Arizona Sun Times. Governor Hobbs announced humanitarian plan to accommodate illegal immigrants as Title 42 ends. This is why they knocked out Carrie Lake and put Hobbs in, Katie Hobbs. Why? Because she's sitting here doing all these things to help illegal aliens um, versus trying to help keep them from coming into the country and coming in legally. Here we have Illinois passes a bill to defund libraries that keep sexually explicit books away from children. So while much of the country cracks down on grooming material, Illinois is moving in the opposite direction. We got to pray for Chicago, pray for New York, pray for California. That is for sure because that is just absolutely crazy. All right. So I'm going to get into some other things here. Uh, Here's a couple other news articles. Maracas... uh, the, the brags about 50% drop in illegal entry. Bill Melgan drops facts on him. So they're using all, the, they're using, this is what the deep state does. They try to use all this BS um, statistics to try to paint a narrative. One they were using, there was a 90% drop in illegals coming over that were actually like Mexican citizens and um, the, the typical people that were coming over before. But, but if you look at all the other countries, it's gone up thousands of percent, right? And it's like, why? Who cares about that stat? I mean, it's even worse because now we have, as uh, as the video I dropped this morning with my interview with Christy Hutcherson on the border, is is that they are bringing in military fighting machines from Iran, men that are of military age and are literally military. They're coming through. They're going to like Venezuela and getting passports there, and then coming through the southern border as. You know, do missions against us as they're inside the country. That's Iran and China doing that, right? So, so that's a that's a video I dropped about four hours ago. So you can find that as a video before this on my channel, Blessed Teach, on Rumble, and it'll go out to all the other platforms later. Crazy stuff is going on right there. All right, I talked about J.P. Morgan already. So now I'm going to get into um, a teaching, and um, I'm first going to start with. Uh, what I talked about on Sunday, and there's a chosen clip. So if you just go to YouTube, and and uh, and you guys type type in chosen and Jesus 
Isaiah 61. I think that'll find that real quick for us. And uh, what was the reason for Jesus to be here, right? Jesus says he's, he is God. It's, uh, I'm looking for the chosen clip. Um, what, what would the, sorry guys, I, I had this, I uh, played it and had it last Monday, but I wanted to bring it back up. Chosen Jesus reads from Isaiah. There we are. That'll, that'll bring, there it is. The Chosen reads Genesis 1 in the synagogue. And it's not Genesis 1 I want. I want the Isaiah scroll. It's a beautiful chosen clip. And I might have to grab this later for you guys. This is uh, from, a, I was trying to find the one from the chosen versus the just regular old one. See if this, this, this one would probably just get this part. See what this does. Ani Adonai Bita Ahishena. Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He hath sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and the recovering of sight to the blind. To set at liberty them that are bruised. To preach the acceptable year of the Lord. This day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears. Ye will surely say unto me, Whatsoever we have heard done in Capernaum, do also here in thy country. Verily I say unto you, no prophet is accepted in his own country. But I tell you of a truth. Many widows were in Israel in the days of Elias. But unto none of them was Elias sent, save unto Sarepta, the Lord God is upon the city of Sidon, unto a woman has that was a widow. To bring good news. And many lepers were in Israel, and none of them were cleansed, he has saving Naaman, the Syrian.
All right, obviously that was the chosen clip. I found it here, so I'll make sure I have it in the show notes. It's a nine-minute clip, though, so I really don't have time to go over the whole thing for chosen. But you can see what I wanted to show you real quickly is what he read there is right from um, Isaiah 61, right? And so we taught on this on Sunday, and then um, I also taught from Psalm 2 about the time we are in today. And Julie's prophetic words kind of emphasize this, right? But I'll put the clip here that this is where Jesus reads from this this scroll there's a great conversation that happens and uh, it's right out of uh, out of mark of where he's doing this and he got rejected as if they went to throw him off a cliff and then he walked right through the the crowd because it wasn't his time yet right so that's that's the part i wanted to kind of latch on to as we dig in to these other parts right and so let me let me talk to you about isaiah 61 which i think is really key And if you and I'm going to bring up uh, what what now is the, is the ESV of this, just because it takes out it, it more closely matches in my opinion word for word as well as uh, the original um, Hebrew and Aramaic as well as the Greek depending on if you're in the Old Testament New Testament this is the Old Testament so this would be the the original Hebrew most of this written so he read this right here he read all the way through the middle of two we talked about this in detail on Sunday. I'm not going to go over again, but that's what he read. And then he talked, he gave two examples of literally the arrogance of the people in the synagogue thought they had their chosen seed of Abraham and didn't even have any spiritual debt. So obviously everyone has spiritual debt. It doesn't matter if you're the, the spiritual seed of Abraham, the, the Jewish people, right? And so the Pharisees were leading them astray. So he said, I, you need to have the year of the Lord's favor is what, is what Jesus was, was, was saying. And that now this is fulfilled. He's there. He was there to do what? The Spirit of the Lord of God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has set me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and opening of the prisons to those who are bound, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. He came to save us from sin. And that's what he's been doing for the last 2,000 years. A beautiful thing happened there. Um, but he stopped there. Why? Because it wasn't the day of the vengeance of God. I believe that's the time we're going into now. And so you've got to read the rest of this like I did on Sunday to understand the time we're in now. We're about ready to get to the time. And obviously God has done this to a degree. But it's going to be in much greater degree now. This glory he's talking about we just read in Julie's prophetic words, right? It says to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And then you continue. It says, and the day of vengeance of our God. And that vengeance is going to be the line of Judah that's coming. To comfort all who mourn. To grant to those who mourn in Zion. To give them a beautiful headdress instead of ashes. Beauty for ashes, the King James Version says. The oil of gladness instead of mourning. The garment of praise instead of faint spirit that they may be called oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. They shall build their ancient ruins. They shall arise up from former distractions. They shall repair the ruined cities, the devastations of many generations. And I read through this. I'm not going to go through it all because we went through it on Sunday. But it ends in the last part. For as the earth brings forth its sprouts, as a garden causes what is sown into the sprout up, so the Lord God will cause righteousness and praise to sprout up before the nations. And so this is the righteousness and praise to sprout up before all the nations. And that's what we're going to do in praise and prayer here shortly. And then I went to Psalm 2 to show you the time I think we are in, guys. 
that clearly shows that we're going to take possession of the nations. We need to be asking the Lord for that, right? And that is, is vital, vital to understand that. So again, that is Psalm 2. And if you just, uh, I'm just going to use SB Gateway is where I find these really quick for you. And this is where it's clearly talking about, in, in my opinion, this time. Who's the anointed here? I believe the anointed is you. If you believe in God and you're trying to be a person of that remnant that is in that special place with God that we just talked about, right? With, with, with in the prophetic word that the Lord spoke through Julie, right? Why do the nations raise and the people plot in vain? The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, let us burst their bonds apart and cast away their cords from us. So cl clearly, this is these kings, that's what they're doing now. They, they are taking counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, let us burst their bonds apart and cast away their cords from us. So their bonds shows the anointed is more than one person, right? This is the Lord. This is, again, this is to me us right now, the remnant. He who sits in heaven laughs. The Lord holds them in derision. Then he will speak to them in his wrath and terrifying them in his fury, saying, as for me, I have set my king on Zion, my holy hill. So this is so comforting to know that the Lord, in, he said this through prof, many prophetic words too. He's sitting in heaven laughing at them, thinking that they can go through all these secret societies. And even though they planned this for centuries, they think they can take over and put us all under tyranny, kill whoever they want and take over all the nations. He's laughing at them. I will tell you my decree, the Lord said to me, you are my son, today I've begotten you. Remember, this is the, talking about the head. Julie's prophetic words talking about the head needs to, the head, which is Jesus. The body needs to align with it, that's us. Today I've begotten you. Ask of me, and this is what we need to do in my opinion, ask of me and I will make the nations your heritage and the ends of the earth your possession. I believe that's what we need to do now. And you shall break them with a rod of iron. We need to break this cabal with a rod of iron and dash them to pieces like a potter's vessel. That's going to be spiritually. Right? And we're going to see them go down in these military tribunals. It's going to be exciting. And this goes on and on. Um, but the last part, well, I guess I can finish this up since there's only a few more verses. Now, therefore, o kings, be wise. Be warned, O rules of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. That's what all these leaders, if you're in any leadership position right now, you better be submitting to the Lord. Get both feet out of the world and spending time in that special place with the Lord. And then you're going to want to kiss the sun, right? Lest he be angry and you perish in the way. For his wrath is quickly kindled. Blessed are all who take refuge in him. So take refuge in him and know that all the nations are going to be coming to righteousness as we just talked about at the end of Isaiah 61. Will cause righteousness and praise to sprout before all the nations. All right, and with that, I was going to do, I was going to look at the time and see if we're, gosh, we're already at 618. <laughs> I have a whole other teaching that I wanted to do, but I'll, I'll do that um, next time. But I hope you guys can see that this is where we're going into, and this is a great time to go into praise um, as, as this talks about right here in Isaiah 61, that last, for as the earth brings forth its sprout, and as a garden causes what is sown to sprout up, so the Lord will cause righteousness and praise to sprout up before all the nations. That says all the nations. Do you see that? All the nations. 
And that, so many people think this is pointing to the second coming. I don't think so. I think this is a, we are going to have a prelude before that. It's a great exodus, the great awakening, the great exodus, and into the great harvest. And he's going to cause righteousness and praise to spread up before all nations. That glory we're talking about, being that special place with God, let that glory fall on you. Get close to him right now. Part of that is praise right here. We need to praise him. That's our weapon, is our melody, right? Our weapons are praise and thanksgiving, many of these songs say. And that's what we're going to dig into right now. We're going to start with a brand new song that we've just done. And it's called No Longer Slaves to Fear. So many people are in fear right now. We want to get people out of fear. Remember, living by faith and not fear. That's what this whole song's about. This song talks about, I am no longer a slave to fear. I'm a child of God. Romans 8.15 says, For you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption as sons by whom we cry, Abba, Father. How beautiful. And it talks, I'm surrounded by songs of deliverance from my enemies till all my fears are gone. Psalm 32 says, You are in a hiding place. Remember we talked about the secret place early? You preserve me from trouble. You surround me with songs of deliverance. This is singing about like that. You don't have to be a slave to fear during this whole time. Third verse we emphasize in the song says, You split the sea so I could walk right through it. My fears were drowned in perfect love. Moses stretched out his hands over the sea and the Lord drove the sea back and the people of Israel went into the midst of the sea on dry ground. That's Exodus 1. We're about ready to go through the great Exodus as he splits the sea for us. From my mother's womb you have chosen me. Psalm 39, 13 says just that. For you have formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. He had knitted you together. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. And you don't have to any longer be in fear. Let's sing about that. We are no longer slaves. You unravel me with a melody. You surround me with a song of deliverance from my enemies till all my fears have come. I'm no I'm no longer a slave 
Woo! Is that not beautiful? I'm gonna go back to the last part of that song again. And I'm just gonna ask you guys to just make sure you're seeing the scriptures down below because this is part of what we're doing. We're attaching the scriptures. So as you look in this, I'm gonna play the last part of the song again because this is about drowning our fears in perfect love, right? And so let's, uh, let's, let's, uh, and this, and if you, as you're singing, look at some of the scriptures that are attached at the bottom. love that song you don't have to be slaves to fear at all now this is talking about how great is our God a classic there's none like you O Lord you are great and your name is great in might from Jeremiah 10 6 this talks about the beginning and the end Revelation 21 6 says it is done I'm the Alpha and the Omega the beginning and the end and this talks about we were talking about the line of Judah right but he's the line and the lamb Weep no more. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has conquered. Revelation 5 5. I believe that's the end of Isaiah 61 that's going to happen. But he also, what he here, what he do for us. And he looked in Jesus, at Jesus and as he walked by. This is John the Baptist. And John the Baptist said, Behold, the Lamb of God. He came to save us from our sins, right? John 1 36. And we see here, name above all names. Philippians 2.9 talks about that. That's why we, we pray in the power and authority of Jesus' name, the blood that he shed for us, and that power. And by that authority, we can do so many things. Philippians 2.9 says, Therefore God was highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name. And that's what we're doing right now. We're not going to be in fear. We're not a slave to fear. We're not going to live by sight. We're just going to 
use that power and authority of the name above all names as we're in that secret place that the prophetic word was telling us about. And the line of the Lamb is going to be there. He's the beginning and the end. Let's worship how great our God is. The splendor of a king Clothed in majesty Let all the earth rejoice All the earth rejoice He wraps himself in light And darkness tries to hide Trembles at his voice, trembles at his voice. How great is our God? Sing with me, how great is our God? And all will see how great, how great is our God.
like you, O Lord. You are great, and your name is great in might. Wow. Um, I think we'll do one more song, then we'll get into praise reports. We've got one from Terry and others, so we'll, uh, if you have a praise report, let me know. So, Di, would you mind reading this one? Oh, God, he's greater, stronger, higher than any other. I know that the Lord is great, that our Lord is above all God's Psalm 135, God is higher than anyone, anything, and anyone, outshining everything you can see in the skies. Who can compare with God? Psalm 139, 4 through 5, the MSG version. If God is for us, then who could ever stop us? What can stand against us? God is for us, who can be against us? Romans 8, 31 Water you turn to wine, open the eyes of the blind. Even though you do not believe me, believe the works. You may know and understand that the Father is in me. I am in the Father. John 10, verse 38. There's no one like you none like you. There is none like you among the gods, O Lord, nor are there any works like yours. Psalms 86 verse 8. Beautiful. Thank you, Di. Di's from England. It's so cool to have people usually from Sweden and England and uh, Canada on here. You're welcome no matter where you're from. We'd love to have you backstage here. Let's go to blessedseach.com with a backstage tab and sing about our God.
nothing. Beautiful songs there. I just love uh, how we can just worship the Lord, be able to see the lyrics and how it attaches to scripture. We'll continue to do that. But right now I wanted to get into some praise reports. I have uh, several I want to share, but we got. I want to first move to to some other people backstage right now. So uh, Terry, why don't you go ahead and share? Can you hear me? Yes, gotcha. Okay, I wasn't sure if my microphone was working or not. Um, my praise report is just that God is so active in my life right now. Um, I've started going to Friday um, afternoons, um, Courts of Heaven. Ah. And this last week, we went to the Courts of Heaven. We had broken hearts healed. And that's something that I've struggled with for a long time. Uh-huh. You know, feelings of inadequacy, just stab after stab after stab in my heart. So this weekend, there was actually something that happened that I initially went to that place of being hurt, right? And I was able to stop it right there. And um, it reminded me of Julie's word. You know, God was telling us, get out of the hurt, get out of all of that kind of garbage, (laughs) focus directly on him. You cannot have, you can't straddle the fence and have one foot in this, on this earth. Mm-hmm. you know, in the worldly things and one foot with him. And all of a sudden I found myself praising God because it was really freeing for me that I could take one foot that was in this world <laughs> and put it over in the spiritual world uh-huh. and not be devastated by what happened. And I just, I, I found myself just praising him. And I know that's why that situation even came about. God is just taking and teaching me in so many different ways in my life. That's awesome. And it's like, you know, to be more aware of what those teachings are, I'm so thankful and so blessed. And I would encourage anybody, um, I love that Friday group. I love the ones on Sunday too. I didn't go because it was Mother's Day, but um, I'm really getting a lot out of those groups. And it was incredible because as as she was talking it's just all fitting together i guess is what i'm saying you know what i'm getting from the groups what i'm getting from the prophetic word um is just absolutely incredible just incredible that's awesome i I love it and i just would encourage anybody to come to the groups and i will be back to the sunday afternoon groups this next week awesome it's, it's not but um they're really awesome that sounds yeah it's so exciting to me and to see the ministry start to flourish uh outside the times that we're backstage here um in other groups so that's the whole idea of why we created the neighborhood.social so again that's neighborhood.social it's a facebook replacement platform it's fully almost everything you have on facebook you have here you can chat with each other you can uh, create groups and create pages you can even have quizzes and polls and live videos. 
Um, you can discuss things in blogs and forums. You can attach documents, create events, all the stuff you can do in Facebook. If you just go to groups and you go to these active BGT Zoom groups, you'll see all the stuff's going on every week. She was talking about um, the Sunday groups. You can see uh, Sunday. Courts of, yeah. Yeah, there's Sunday. There's a Courts, Courts of Heaven. Yeah, Courts of Heaven's right here, Friday, 3 p.m. CST. If you go into this document and uh, from neighborhood.social, go to the groups, go find the Courts of Heaven, and then right here in group info, you will find the Zoom link right here in the info area, right? Just off to the left. So you'll see it right there on the front page off to the left. If you're on the mobile phone, same thing. You've got to hit group info. And once you hit group info, you will find the Zoom link Friday at 3 p.m. We'd love to have you join these groups. She also mentioned the two Sunday groups, which you can just look through here. You can see uh, there's a Sunday group that's right after our word and worship. And there's one at three o'clock. Uh, I'm sorry, there's one right here, prayer, share, care at three o'clock. So. Uh, but there's also ones on Wednesday. There's one on noon on Saturday. There's one here on Wednesday at 11. Um, here's noon on Tuesday. So there's all kinds of things that you can get involved in. Join us on these. Uh, thank you, Terry, for allowing us to, to highlight those. Really appreciate you. And uh, I think we had um, Patriot Bird. Would you mind sharing a little bit as well? If she's available. I know she typed, a, typed one in. Yeah, I'm here. All right. <laughs> um, can you can you go to somebody else and come back to me? I got to get my dog real quick. Hey, no problem, no problem. We'll do that. So I know she had a great praise Thanks. report too. So I'm I'm gonna give a praise report. Well, Linda, why don't you give your praise report? You're saying something about uh, um, you prayed on something, and so so you had a couple of praise reports here. Why don't you just go ahead and tell us? Um, what one was up to get to? Third day, the Holy Spirit told me to pray for my daughter and my husband. Uh-huh. I, I, so I did. That night we got home. Thank goodness for good breaks. Um, it was wet roads. And my husband that twice, those, um, close call, close call. God told me to pray before he got home. I told God to protect them. Send the angel out to, um, send the evil way or, I forgot, but I prayed what it's called do, and twice he had two close calls on wet payment. Mm-hmm. And Illinois gets, like, he had to put the rate real hard down. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, boy. Yeah. So that's like, whoo, I'm glad I, glad I, I listened to that. Yeah, last I'll... night, um, I was watching Joy Sixers. They call him Free and Corner. It was not good. I I, I played a little bit. I tossed it. I didn't want to hear it. I had the voice her what to do, what to do. And he told me, pray. I did. I prayed to our Father. I told people, pray, pray, pray. Mm-hmm. The BLM um, was there. Not mm-hmm. good. It was not good pictures I've seen. I kept, mm-hmm. I kept looking down because I didn't want to look up. Because I felt the... Just felt the you can see it by the picture, you can feel the evil mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. I felt God as we throw on me as well. But I'm glad that that picture is no good. What they're going through. Uh-huh. Even people that freedom corner is praying. Awesome. Uh, my praise for is that God told Holy Spirit what to do for them because it just did not feel good. 
Yeah, we'll put, we'll put, we'll, uh, yeah, well, pr pr prayer is powerful. That's a, so you had the, you know, great success there. And then other times you won't see it right away, but uh, God is good. And the glory is going to get stronger and stronger as we get closer to this great exodus. So keep it up. And uh, Patriot Bird, you had something too. Go ahead. Sorry about that. No problem. Um, so my... I have been praying for both of my brothers. Both of them are younger than me. And I've been praying for years for them. Um, my dad died when I was three and my mom was pregnant for my middle brother, Kelly. Mm -hmm. And we have really not had a relationship since we were kids. Mm -hmm. And we've just been, I've just been earnestly seeking the Lord and just asking him to touch Kelly's heart and um, about two weeks ago out of the blue he just started texting me and awesome. <laughs> we had about an hour conversation back and forth just about life stuff and since then like just out of the blue every once in a while he'll send me a text and we'll talk a little bit I got home from work the other day and he was sitting at my mom's house and he sat there and watched videos on YouTube with us. And like, it's it's just amazing how much awesome. God can change somebody's life, even though they don't have their heart where it's supposed to be, that God can still do things in their life because you've asked him to. And I'm just, I'm so thankful because I have both of my brothers now and I just, I could go into a whole lot of what God has done recently. And if you look awesome. at my wonderful property that he blessed us with, um, it's just amazing to come out here and just kind of look around in the quietness and just know that God created every bit of this. It's just amazing to me, but I'm just so thankful to have both of my brothers in my life now. That is awesome. Thank you so much. I mean, that, that's one thing we've been praying for too, hasn't been Patriot Bird, is just the unification of families because uh, they divided us yeah. so much. So, yeah. So excited to hear that that's happening and it's happening to quite a few people now. So, uh, this is the time to just jump in and get that special place of God that we were talking about. And uh, again, if you delight in the Lord, He'll give you the desires of your heart, right? I think that's Psalm 37 4 uh, delight in the Lord and you will. Um, just beautiful, beautiful uh, promises we have in Scripture. Let's get close to Him, and uh, we might have. So I have some other praise. I have a praise report too that I want to give just from the Miami trip, but I don't want to do that until we uh, get a little bit more more praise in. So let's let's jump into this. This is uh, open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Another classic here over the last ten years um, about just how important it is to just do what this this Jewish prophetic word talked about. That right? Talked about opening your heart having the eyes of your heart enlightened that you may know what is the hope to which he has called you. This is Ephesians 1.18. I teach a lot about Ephesians 4 and your calling. That's what I was going to teach on tonight, but I ran out of time, but we'll get to that on Thursday probably. To see you high and lifted up, shining in the light of your glory. This is Matthew 7.2. It says, For thus says the one who is high and lifted up, who inhabits eternity, whose name is holy, Isaiah 57, 15. And he, Jesus, was transfigured before them, and his face shone like the sun, and his garments became as white as light. So there's the Mount Transfiguration right there in Matthew 7, 2. 
about him being high and lifted up and shining in the light of his glory, right? Third part of the song we want to emphasize is pour out your power and love. John, Ephesians 1.19 says, And what is the immeasurable greatness of his power toward us who believe according to the working of his great might? And 1 John 4.8 says, Anyone who does not love does not know God, because God is love. And it's about holy, holy, holy. Isaiah 6.3 says, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts, who the whole earth is full of his glory. And Revelation 4.8 says, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. Thank you, Lord, for opening the eyes of our hearts. We want to see things for the way they really are. Open our eyes. Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Open the eyes of my heart. Lift it up, let me hear you. Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Open the eyes of my heart. I want to see. I want to see. To see you high. To see you high and lifted up. Shining in the light of your glory.
Not sure if Di's still there, if she wants to read this or not. Let's see if she's there. All the way from England, if you yeah, have. Yeah, I'm still here. All right, go ahead. <clears throat> Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Oh, I worship your holy name. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Psalm 103.1 You are rich in love and slow to anger. The Lord is slow to anger and great power. Mayhem 138 Your name is great. There is none like you, O Lord. You are great. Your name is great in might. Jeremiah 10 6 Sing like never before. O my soul, worship his holy name. Sing praises to the Lord. O you, his saints, give thanks to his holy name. Psalm 30, verse 4. Amen. So we sing like never before. His name is great. He's rich in love and slow anger. Let's bless the Lord right now. Bless the Lord, O my soul.
Lord of my soul. And all that's with me. Bless his holy name. Lord, restore the angel in great in power. There is none like you, O Lord. You are great, and your name is great in might. Praise the Lord, O oh, you saints, and give thanks in his holy name. And on that day when my strength is failing, the end draws near and my time has come. Still my soul will sing your praise unending. Ten thousand years and then Praise report. Do you want to share with us? <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> so on Friday, I was really torn about going to my daughter's house for the weekend and going to Courts of Heaven because I hate missing it. Uh -huh. And I really like the <laughs> Sunday one too. But, you know, my daughter's older. This is my oldest daughter. And, um, mm -hmm. She wanted to spend time with me, so I was able to stay for most of the courts of heaven, and I went there for the weekend, and it was beautiful. She just showed me so much honor, like she made me coffee when I got up. She had it by my bedside, you know, what a beautiful teacup, and uh -huh. you know, then she brought me flowers and bagels on Saturday morning for breakfast, made me eggs and bacon and bagels. Awesome. And then Sunday, she took us to a restaurant and we got to eat outside. It was such a beautiful day. 
And my grandson joined us and I got to talk to him about his fiance and his wedding plans. And it was just a beautiful time with family, even though there were some down things, but I think it was just a little bit of shaking going on, if you will. <laughs> and, um, but the really neat thing that happened was we watched this simulcast that my daughter had at her church. And I don't remember the ladies that were speaking, but this one lady, she talked about, if you offend someone, just say you're sorry. You don't have to add all the whys and the particulars. And my daughter, my, my, my daughter Tabitha's twin, which you guys haven't met yet, she's away from God. Um, she told her sister that she was done with mom, uh -huh. that she's not talking to me anymore. I said something to offend her. So um, I saw this woman, I got convicted. So I started typing a little chat to her and I was going to say all this stuff. I said, I'm truly sorry. And then I started explaining myself and it was like, Holy Spirit said, delete, delete, delete. <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs> all the way to the, I'm um, truly sorry. And she later on that day wished me a happy mother's day ah you know that's awesome <laughs> which i know she wasn't going to yeah so good so god is so good god is so good but we have to listen <laughs> that is that is amen <laughs> amen amen that is awesome that is awesome thank you for much for sharing it's so cool to see and that's part of this being this family and backstage as well as the neighborhood.social so come Come and see as these groups are forming, and uh, we're just, uh, you shouldn't be uh, isolated at these times. And so, um, as we're learning from each other, just like Lois learning from that video, can really help our life as we see, we're gonna see the unification of our families, okay? So hang in there, keep on praying, you're gonna love it. All right, I wanted to share just real quickly on Miami, just so many beautiful moments, right? Uh, I had over, I think 18 interviews as I ended up doing and many of them with people I've never interviewed before. And um, there's just beautiful ones. Like there's one, uh, my, I think my last interview was with, um, with this uh, native wisdom. So it was a gal that was um, literally in Sports Illustrated magazines. She was a model, right? And it was extremely popular, but she, they wanted her to do all these poses that she didn't want to do in the third year. She was in there twice and she said no. And she basically had a 25 year modeling career without being compromised, but she, but she saw her eyes were opened up to all the evil and 13 year olds doing lap dances and stuff and these parties and drugs everywhere. And, uh, but she's now dedicated her life completely and found, she didn't even know until she found out that she was, uh, had massive roots from Native Americans. And she now has a ministry turn there and all these reservations that are just really horribly um, in poverty, right? Um, but anyway, just you could just see the spirit flowing through. And it was a great interview. You guys will see that um, in early June when I leave to, to Israel. We'll be playing all those interviews. And um, but the end, we're off. We're off camera, and um, it, it was a hugely moving experience where where she actually um, started getting a tear in her eye, and she poured and she poured her tear. She pointed at her tears, and she goes, "This means God's given me a vision, a prophetic vision." And she starts prophesying over me. And she literally, um, just, it was just a credible moment of talking about the anointing and favor that this ministry has. It's like, 
Um, and then I fell into tears. <laughs> and it was just such a cool moment. I could just feel Jesus just almost hugging me. And as she was telling telling her, thank you for what you're doing. Thank you. Thank you, Shit. And it was like just an amazing experience. One of just amazing things when you're around other believers, right? When you're when you're when you're spending time with them, whether it's on Zoom or whether it's live, make sure you're not isolated. This is not the time to be isolated, right? This is a time to just uh, make sure that you are in a group of people that are like-minded, can love on you, and can literally be hearing from the Lord for you uh, or together, or you can be praying together two or three, coming together in my name. And all this glory and all this manifestation is gonna happen. It's going to be amazing. We're starting to see it now. And uh, I just believe like these dead bones are rising in the church, right? And I'm talking about the body, you know, which is going to revive churches as well. As we're going to see stadiums full of people coming to stadiums for His glory. This is going to happen, guys. It's going to be so exciting. And, um, and this is why I really want to talk about this, these bones coming to life and go to this song called Rattle. Right? It's just a beautiful song that talks about the power of, the, of God and His glory that came on Ezekiel when the bones came alive, right? That's what a lot of this is about. It says this is the sound of dry bones rattling right out of Ezekiel 37. Verse seven says, and as I prophesied, there was a sound and behold, a rattling of bones came together, bone to its bone. And you know, later they became a great army as they breathed life into him. As he, God worked through Ezekiel. Remember God, God didn't breathe life on the bones. He prophesied and broid and, and had that prophet do it right so he uses us as a, as his as his body praise make a dead man walk again open the grave i'm coming out i'm gonna live again again it's talking about praise this is what we're doing right now the man who died came out jesus said to them unbind him and let him go talking about lazarus in john 11:14. that is resurrection power which is the next line of this song it talks about resurrection power there's another miracle here in this room. We're going to see miracles everywhere, I believe. Luke 24, 36, it says there we're talking about these things. Jesus himself stood among them and said to them, peace be to you. That's resurrection power right there. This also talks about Pentecostal fire, stirring something new. You know, the Pentecost, the 50 days. We're about ready to come on to that in the 50th day after the Passover. It says stirring something new. You're not going to run out of miracles anytime soon. So when the day of Pentecost arrived, suddenly there came from heaven a sound like a mighty rushing wind and divided tongues as of fire rested on each of them. There's going to be Pentecostal fire coming. Resurrection power. Like a praise of a dead man walking again. How exciting. Let's praise the rattle. Saturday was silent. Since when has impossible ever stopped you? Friday's disappointment is Sunday's empty tomb. Since when has impossible ever stopped you? This is the sound of dry bones rattling. This is the praise, make a dead man walk again. Open the grave, I'm coming out, I'm gonna live. 
prophesy with the bones. He said to them, Oh, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord.
fortress and my deliverer, my God, my rock, and whom I take refuge, my shield. Amen. Amen. That's rattle. So we want to get into some prayer for people. So if you are listening, I know we have a ton of people on Rumble Ranch. Just hit the little live chat button and we would love to pray for you, right? Um, again, the only way this gets around, we're major censorship on um, Facebook where we used to get five or 10,000 views and we're getting less than a thousand. So the only way this gets away is you share it. So Rumble, um, thumbs up if you don't mind, um, share these videos. It was, make sure you subscribe to the channel if you're not subscribed and to get notifications but we just really appreciate everyone and we want to pray for you specifically so if you have a prayer request let me know so i know uh, die has one here and i wonder terry if you wouldn't mind lifting this up it says um she's protection for 45 in his family alongside all god's anointed prophets and truthers so would you mind lifting uh, that up terry Sure. Our Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, we come to you tonight, and we're asking for you to send all of your angels um, of all rankings and divisions to protect um, President Trump and all of his family and all of the people that surround him. We know that you have told us in your word that we can come to you in prayer and ask in Jesus' name as long as it is your will and we speak your will. So we are speaking your will tonight. And we are saying that we declare and decree that President Trump will be protected, that he is your anointed one. And as such, there is no weapon that's formed against he and his family or those who surround him. He is covered with the blood of Jesus. He is covered in a full set of armor and nothing can penetrate that, Lord. You've promised us that that we just have to come to you. We have to declare it. We have to decree it. So tonight, in Jesus' name, we are declaring and decreeing that no harm spiritually, emotionally, physically, or any other way can bring harm to President Trump or his family and all of those who surround him. In your precious name, we pray. Amen. Amen. And amen. All right. Um, there's also, and that was for that was a prayer from England about our our 45. Isn't that not cool? And then um, I also got a request here, and if uh, Patriot Bergman mind taking this, it says she said I'd like to ask for redemption and light to shine in the hearts of the evil ones that they may find a conscience and stop their evil plans and see their error of their ways and turn to God. So would you pray for that, uh, Patriot Bird, Chris? Yep. Father, we just thank you, Lord, for today. Lord, we thank you for the urges that you give us on our heart um, at different times in our life to pray for different things, Father. And right now, Di has on her heart that you would open up the eyes of those that are doing wrong right now that you would remove scales from their eyes father that they could see the error of their ways father we ask that you would send your ministering and healing and warring angels into this earth 
And as your word says, if we bind it on earth, you will bind it in heaven. And if we loose it on earth, you will loose it in heaven, Father. Lord, and we ask that you would loose your angels on this earth, that the evil and all of the negative that is going on in this world right now, Father, we just ask you that you would send your peace and that you would send your angels to fight this evil, Lord, and that it would come to an end and that this world would be what you ordained it to be, that it would not be overrun by the evil that fell from heaven, Father. We command that the demons that are trying, that have been and are trying to take over this world, Lord, would be bound and sent to the pit so that your children could live the way that you intended all of us to live. Father, we just ask that you would bring the light and salvation to all those that will hear your voice and follow your will and your ways. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Thank you, Chris, appreciate that. And Charlotte, uh, Linda has a prayer request here for um, Israel. I think all those protests are going on over there with uh, Noah Harari trying to rebel against Netanyahu. And the J6ers, the J6ers live stream. And the live streamers. Okay. okay. When they when they live stream, all the all the all the across the street, there's um, yeah, BLM, uh, all that people yeah. are streaming, streaming, cursing, yeah. all that garbage, and people to watch it, all the Crazy not nice stuff. stuff. They're saying it's not good. Mm -hmm. Amen. 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 Father God, we just thank you, Lord. Holy Spirit, you're big enough to take care of all of this. There's nothing too difficult for you. For you're the great and mighty God. There is none like you. Who knows the beginning from the end, who is inside and outside of time. We are your mouthpiece and we decree and declare peace in this situation. This is your beloved. Israel is your beloved. And Israel will never fall because underneath are the everlasting arms. And you sit on your throne and you laugh at your enemies. And we laugh with you, Father, because we are your children. We are offspring of you. Hallelujah. We thank you, Father, that you have this under control and you just need to roll up your sleeve just a little bit to take care of this. In Jesus' mighty name, amen.
Oop, just realized that uh, I was muted with my dogs barking. I forgot uh, I hit the unmute, but it didn't unmute. <laughs> I just read this beautiful scripture <laughs> that nobody heard. <laughs> but anyway, that was Flores talking about Daniel too, where then the iron and the clay, the bronze, the silver, and the gold were all broken to pieces and became like chaff in the threshing floor of summer. The wind blew them away without a trace. But the stone which had struck the statue grew into a huge mountain that fled the whole earth. So I believe that's going to happen the second coming when Christ hits when it hits that stone. Again, all the secret societies and everything that's been in, in all those areas are going to just go away as chaff. And uh, that stone is going to be bring us into the thousand years of, of, uh, of, of the millennial reign, right? But I think we have a prelude to that, and that is going to be the great... Um, the great awakening the great exodus and the great harvest I think that's the time we're in we've been talking about that so you can go to my Sunday teaching the last two Sundays actually where we talked about that Daniel 2, Daniel 7, Daniel 8 we'll be continuing to peel that onion back as we continue alright and we're going to we're going to continue to praise this little one more song before we wrap her up here we'll sneak in a pray or voice if you have it so I'm going to play one last song. What do we want to do here? Let's do Mighty to Save. That's what's so cool about this, guys, is that this rock that we're talking about it becomes a millennial kingdom. This huge is, is, is Jesus. It's cut by, uh, by no human hand, right? That destroys all these other kingdoms. It'll bring us to that. It'll be beautiful. Um, so the most important thing is that we have a God that is mighty to save. That's why we don't have to worry. It's like... Claudia, I mean, uh, that, that, that uh, Charlotte just prayed for. What a beautiful, beautiful sign of that. And Mighty to Save here talks about you know, scripture all over this again. My God is mighty to save, right as Zephaniah 3.17. The Lord your God is in your midst, a mighty one who will save. He rose and conquered the grave. And that's, to me, the, one of the most important things is that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day, and that he had, but that he proved it by appearing to Peter, Cephas, then to the twelve, then he appeared to more than 500 brothers at one time, most of whom are still alive at the time that wrote this in 1 Corinthians 15, probably around 70 AD. And shine your light and let the whole world see. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Let your light shine before others. And I think that's a get, real key here. When people will see that we have the peace that transcends all understanding that we're talking about in Philippians 4, 6, and 7 because we are just, like Charlotte talked about, we're laughing with God because these guys cannot overtake this world and do what they want to with it. No. Why? Because he rose and conquered the grave. Because he, he is mighty to save. A love that's never failing But let mercy fall on me But everyone needs forgiveness The kindness of the Savior The hope
God is in your midst, the mighty one who will save.
of the Risen King. Is that not beautiful? Yeah, so we're going to wrap it up with a couple prayers here that we got here we want to cover. And so, um, Linda, if you would take mind taking this one, we've got Floris is asking for unity of the USA. A unified saints of Adana, she says, in the Holy Spirit. So basically, for the unification of the USA in the Holy Spirit. You mind lifting that up, Linda? That um, florist one. Yeah. Prayer support. Yeah, basically just praying for unity of the USA in the Holy Spirit. That's the first part. I'm breaking it up. Hey, Father Jose, I um I pray um for Florist um raise up her prayer to you, Father. As Holy Spirit, um, help this in Jesus' name. I command this United States. Help me. Just holy and pray this prayer for request. You need to see the United United Saints. I command this in Jesus' my name. Pray. I lift it up to you, Father Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Thank you. I know there's a huge huge intercessor we got so many of them uh, backstage it's awesome and there's another part of this that I just wanted to see if uh, maybe uh, Terry takes this and, and, and no no Terry if you might taking Charlotte so I'll come back to that one so Charlotte has what it says can we pray for Mel my sister's boss he has an alcohol problem and he's been getting sick on the job and needs medical attention but he won't get help so would you pray for Mel um, there Terry Heavenly Father, once again, we come to you in Jesus' name. We know that you are our Jehovah Rapha, and you are the healer of all. So we just lift up Mel and um, ask you to intervene on his behalf so that he can um, cease his alcohol consumption, that he will be able to be healthy, that he will be able to be healthy on every, every route not only just physically, but also emotionally and spiritually. We just ask you to cover him with the blood of Jesus, surround him with your loving arms, and let him know that this battle, he does not have to fight alone, that you are in it with him. In the precious, mighty name of Jesus, we pray, amen. Amen. And uh, Charlotte, the, the last part of uh, Forest One's request on Rumble, she also, this is talking about Revelation 11, 5, she says, um, the mind of Christ to do the will of our Father and the kingdom of this world now belong to our King Jesus Christ forevermore. So would you mind just praying uh, for this world? And oh, I have, <laughs> I have a beautiful decree here. I was thinking for this. A decree <laughs> of living water. I decree a release of living waters, a drying up of the counterfeit streams, and a release of rushing living waters in the lives of the body of Christ and the church, the ecclesia of God. Hallelujah. I shut off every false and tainted water source in my generational line and in the lines of all in the USA, I declare an infilling from the only source, the well of water springing up into eternal life in Yeshua. Our trust is in Him, and our innermost being marked by Him with rushing, 
flowing living waters from which we will never thirst again. I decree this promise from Yeshua over the lives of the people of the United States of America, but especially his church. Whoever drinks of the water that he will give him shall never thirst. To our dry, dusty valley seasons, be restored by the rivers of living water. To our parched throat, be refreshed with the living water. To our dried out dreams, be saturated in the living water. I declare to the brackish, stagnant puddles in our lives, be overcome now with the torrentials, cascading waterfall of living water. Renewal, restoration, refreshment, replenishment. I declare the mighty waters of Yeshua to drench our spirits now. I decree his rushing waters to wash over every home, every city, every state. I declare this nation is a nation drinking from the fount of eternity, Jesus. I declare we have a fountain of living water leaping up, bubbling up within us. We are alive with the spirit of God and we thirst no more. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Wow. That was pretty cool. You're right with the, the video where you had all kinds of water showing up there. That <laughs> <It> was awesome. <laughs> that was just beautifully done. Thank you. Thank you so much for the participation of the backstagers. There's a lot more back there without cameras on. We'd love to have you here too. So if you uh, would just go to blessedteach.com and go to the backstage tab. That used to be a 1776 month type item. People did it all the time. and. And now we decided to move that to a pay-forward model. So you can come on for free, get, create your account. Just go to blessedteach.com. In a couple of minutes, you could be having a link to Zoom and join us. Tomorrow night, we'll have Clay Clark backstage. And then Matt Thayer and Joy Thayer, who are doing the video, the, those movies and awesome uh, editing for Trump I Know and the Reawaken Tour. And then um, the following weeks, we'll have Juan Savage on. You can be backstage with those patriots, right? as well as have access to being here for praise and prayer. Everything's recorded if you can't be here live. Beautiful thing as a gift to you uh, for the Pay Forward members. So go to blessedteach.com, hit backstage. Also, as we were talking about before, um, you can get to the groups. Just go to neighborhood.social and hit groups, and you'll see all the B2T active groups um, that are happening throughout the week. You can be blessed by those. There's Saturday at noon, there's the Truth Connectors, and then... Sunday, there's there's uh, two of them. And then Friday, there's Courts of Heaven they've talked about, right? And all throughout the week. Um, Tuesdays, uh, we do, uh, at night, we do PCR, Project Children Rescue. We also do that Thursday morning, by the way. So there's so much beautiful stuff that we'd like to invite you to in this ministry. And I just want to pray for that right now. Um, Heavenly Father, just thank you so much for everyone listening to my voice right now. Lord, I pray you'll move on their hearts to be involved where they want to be involved, where you want them involved in, Lord that they will not be isolated anymore. They'll come and be with other like-minded Christians who love the Lord and love, love, love you as well as love each other and are there for the unity of the body, Lord. Thank you for this. Thank you for these groups. I pray for new groups. Will you, Lord, please just continue to pour out your Holy Spirit fire on this mystery. We submit it to you as clay. You are the potter. Make us the workman of your hands, Lord. We wanna just see you grow this mystery 
to be what it, you want it to be exactly as you use it as, as the potter. And Lord, you, we also submit to you all our ways. We acknowledge you in everything we do. Make the path straight for this ministry as we don't lean on our understanding. We just trust with all our heart in everything that you're doing. Lord, thank you for what you're doing. May you bless those who are listening to my voice right now. Unify their families as they come to you. May they get in that secret place that we talked about today as they get closer to you and more intimate with you each day. May they praise and worship you on a regular basis and they get in the word, the kingdom that cannot be shaken and just enjoy their intimacy as they get close to you. And you glorify them, Lord, as you promised. You glorify them through them and use them as an awesome body of Christ, as a vessel. We submit to you for that, Lord, and thank you that. We say this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. All right, we love you guys so much. And with that, we are going to ask uh, the backstaters to unmute and uh, say goodbye. And we'll catch you Thursday. We'll do the same thing. And Friday, we got word and worship, and Sunday mornings are word and worship too. Uh, go ahead, backstaters, say goodbye. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all. Love you all. Love you all. I can't do that, Chris, but shalom anyway. You'll get it. You'll get it. I can't do it either, so don't feel bad. You'll get it. I can say it with my mouth, but I can't do it with my hands. Amen. Amen. All right. Shalom. Shalom. Love you guys, you're awesome. Tomorrow. Amen. Love you all. Bye, y'all. We love y'all. Right. Yeah, love y'all. Bye. Tomorrow night's PCR, where we actually will blow the shofars for the children and to see that the angels of all ranking division and the line of Judah coming down. God bless you guys. Amen. We'll talk to you bless soon. Bless you. Bless you. Bye bye. Bless everyone. Bye. Good night. Good night. <laughs>